Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Well, the RISE conference is over and all I can say is, wow. God did so much. We're still getting reports from women of how God worked in their lives through the conference and how women are sharing testimonies from the conference and God is using them to pray for others to rise up in their lives. The effects are being multiplied as time goes on and we pray it doesn't let up. I want to thank all you listeners who came out and joined us. I was so excited to meet one of our RISE Conference winners, Stacy Campbell from Brampton. She and I got to spend time together eating dinner on Saturday night. Stacy's a faithful listener of the Soul H2O Radio and Podcast Show, and it was a pleasure to meet you, Stacy. I'm your host, Sherry Stahl, and I couldn't be happier you joined us for episode 156 in this group of shows focusing on the rebuilding of Jerusalem after decades of destruction and people living in exile. Very interesting when Israel is in a war that hadn't begun when I wrote this episode or started this series. Hopefully, it will be a reminder to pray for the people of Israel and all those that are in the Middle East. I'm so excited you've tuned in for today's episode 156, Getting Sidetracked part three in the Rebuilding series. This week's show has a bunch of encouraging and challenging scripture included. So I hope you'll take time to download Soul H2O journal pages to help you dive deep into the teaching segment, record the scripture mentioned during the show, and look up the verses later. Write down what God speaks to you and let me know the impact to your heart. Journal pages can be downloaded from show notes at soulh2o.com slash 156 with scripture graphics and anything else mentioned in the show. After the first music pick song, we'll dive into today's Soul H2O devotion. But for now, listen to Big God by Terry Ann. Discover a world of inspiration and information on our website. From the latest news to inspirational Christian devotions and everything in between, we've got it all. Visit us now and see why our website is the go-to destination for everything you need. Check us out today at joyradio.ca. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Have you ever started a project with all intention to complete it, but then got sidetracked from your goal? At 19, I felt God's call on my life and went to Bible college to pursue the dream I felt God deposit in my heart at youth group one Friday night. After I graduated from Bible college, I was a junior high youth pastor for a few years until I had my son, and I was strongly encouraged to stay home and give up my ministerial credentials to take care of Brandon. To be honest, I loved being home with my kids when they were young, but giving up my ministerial credentials was a blow to my plans and the dreams I felt God gave me for my life and ministry. 
I stayed involved in ministry to women and other ministries within the church for about 15 years. After starting a business, I was strongly encouraged to back out of ministry involvement to focus on the business. I acquiesced with another, what I felt like fatal blow to my plans and the dream I felt God placed on my heart to preach and teach his word. I never intended to stop being involved in ministry. It just happened. I was sidetracked from the calling of God on my life. I know I'm not alone in this feeling of missing your chance in life, of not seeing God's promises fulfilled. You might be listening and that's exactly how you feel or have felt. I know the Israelites, the people of God in the Bible, sure knew how I felt. In episode 149, God is True to His Word, part one of the Rebuilding series, I talked about how the Israelites had been exiled to Babylon that was taken over by the Persians, and after 70 years of living in a foreign land, God had stayed true to a promise He made them 200 years before and brought them back to the promised land. In episode 151, Ever Feel Like Someone's Trying to Wear You Down, part two of the Rebuilding series, I shared all about the Israelites getting back into the promised land and when they did, how they rebuilt the altar and completed the temple foundation when the enemy sent people to stop them. They twisted stories, made up lies, and bribed government officials to halt the building and the rebuilding of the temple. So against their will, the people of Israel were sidetracked from the promise God had for their lives. Sixteen years had passed since the rebuilding of the temple foundation took place, and the Israelites were stymied from rebuilding any more with the decree of King Artaxerxes. Jews were trying to lay low in the promised land so they weren't sent back into exile. They were able to worship at the altar and stand on the foundation they rebuilt. They were sidetracked, though, from rebuilding God's temple and switched their focus to building their own houses. But then there was a new king in town. King Darius I of Persia was the new man in leadership, and the prophets of Israel sensed it was high time to test the waters under his kingship and get back to rebuilding. The prophets were listening to the heart of God, and his message was, get back to the rebuilding. Ezra 5, 1 says, Now Haggai the prophet and Zechariah the prophet, a descendant of Ido, prophesied to the Jews in Judah and Jerusalem in the name of the God of Israel who was over them. Haggai was at least 70 years old when God began to give him special messages for the Israelites in August of 520 B.C. The book of Haggai only has two chapters with four distinct messages God gave him. The first was a call to get back to the rebuilding of the temple. And 23 days after Haggai released this message to the people, they began the work on the temple. Haggai 1, 14-15 tells how Zerubbabel and Joshua began to lead the people to start rebuilding the temple. Just 23 days later, that's literally a miracle to get a group of people who had settled into mediocrity all together and ready to start on a building project is nothing short of a miracle. A month later, Haggai has the second message given from God that the temple would be filled with God's glory. 
Two months after that, Haggai had two encounters with God that give him two last messages to share. God's blessing will be on the desolate places and people, and a message that there is a promise for Zerubbabel. Recurring throughout the book of Haggai is this phrase, give careful thought to or consider carefully, and he encourages the people to give careful thought to the past, present, and future. I think you'd be wise to follow Haggai's direction and give careful thought to your own life in these areas. Consider carefully the past to the ways that you've lived. Ezra 5 verses 1 to 5 explains how the people had been living. It says in the second year of the reign of Darius, on the first day of the sixth month, the word of the Lord came through Haggai the prophet to Zerubbabel and to Joshua, stating that this is what the Lord of hosts says. The people say, the time has not yet come to rebuild the house of the Lord. And then the word of the Lord came to Haggai, the prophet saying, is it a time for you yourselves to live in your paneled houses while this house, the temple lies in ruins? When I read that verse, the first thing that comes to my mind is my grandparents' house in the 1970s with the paneled walls. They were all the rage, all the really far out houses had it. Home renovation shows today are still trying to come up with ways to deal with that paneling. Back in Bible times, paneled walls were a big deal too, but they were made of solid wood. It was something royal families had in their homes. If you've ever watched Downton Abbey, you've seen how elaborate royal paneling can be. That's the type of wood paneling Haggai's talking about here, not this flimsy 70s press board stuff. These scriptures tell about the time when the Israelites came back to Jerusalem after their captivity. They were so grateful to God for bringing them back to the homeland that they immediately began to rebuild the temple. But when they got sidetracked and started to rebuild their own homes, they stopped working on the temple and worked for themselves. God calls them on their lame excuse when they say the time has not yet come to rebuild the house of the Lord. Although that might actually be the truth at times, that God's timing is something we need to discern. But how often do we use it's not God's timing as a statement so we sound spiritual, but we're really just getting complacent? Consider carefully the ways you've been living. Secondly, Haggai says, give careful thought to the present. Ezra and Haggai tell how the people had begun struggling to get their crops to grow and how they've been in financial loss because they weren't doing what God called them to do. Haggai 1 verses 5 to 6 says, Now this is what the Lord of hosts says. Consider carefully your ways. You have planted much, but harvested little. You eat, but never have enough. You drink, but never have your fill. You put on clothes, but never get warm. You earn wages to put into a bag pierced through. God made it clear to them through the prophet Haggai that their inactivity in completing what God had called them to do was the reason they were experiencing lack. How important it is for us to quickly respond in obedience to what God calls us to do. How frustrated God must get with us when he brings us out of something and we let the excitement and thankfulness give way to selfishness. Don't put up any paneled walls in your life before you do what God's called you to do. People out there, 
the winner for Crowd Pleaser App of the Year goes to the MyJoy Radio app with an overwhelming amount of five stars and reviews. User Priscilla wrote, this channel has turned my fears to hope. Wait, there's more. Ozian said, I love this app. The best app ever. Now, have you downloaded the MyJoy Radio app? It's free. Search in Apple and Google stores and take Joy Radio with you wherever you are. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Have you ever had a friend try and encourage you when all you wanted was to wallow in your sorrow and talk about your problems? Haggai was like your annoying friend trying to cheer you up and get you moving. He did everything he could to inspire the Israelites to get back to rebuilding the temple. In Haggai chapter 2 verses 1 to 5, he gives encouragement for the people to be strong and not fear. It says the word of the Lord came through the prophet Haggai, speak to Zerubbabel, the governor of Judah, to Joshua, son of the high priest, and to the remnant of the people. Ask them, who of you is left who saw this house, the temple in its former glory? How does it look to you now? Does it not seem to you like nothing? But now be strong, Zerubbabel, declares the Lord. Be strong, Joshua. Be strong, all you people of the land, declares the Lord, and work. For I am with you, declares the Lord Almighty. This is what I covenanted with you when you came out of Egypt, and my spirit remains among you. Do not fear. For 16 years, the people had been weak, living in fear, and God was telling them it was time to stop living like that and get working again. But how? How could they be strong? Well, God tells them how. In verse 4, God reminded them that He was with them, like when they came out of Egypt, another time when it looked like the enemy took them out. In verse 5, God reminds them that His Spirit, the Holy Spirit, remained among them. God never left them. You can be strong today for the very same reasons. God is with you and His Spirit, the Holy Spirit, lives inside of you. In Haggai 2 verses 6 to 9, God speaks words of promise for future blessing and peace through Haggai. He said, I will fill this house with glory, the temple that they were going to build. He said, the glory of this present house will be greater than the glory of the former house, says the Lord Almighty. And in this place, I will grant peace. Haggai was addressing the complaining of a group of Jews who were disappointed in the plans for the new temple. It wasn't as big as the first temple, and they feared it wouldn't have the grandeur of Solomon's temple. They saw it like a cheap replica of the original, like a fake Rolex watch that wouldn't keep time. Haggai prophesied that the temple they were supposed to build would be filled with God's glory and be even greater than Solomon's temple. 
What they couldn't fathom is that 500 years later, Jesus would be brought into that temple by his parents. 500 years later, on the very foundation they had laid 16 years before, the Messiah would one day walk. Jesus would be there. They built the temple that Jesus was dedicated in, taught in, healed in, fulfilled scripture in. If they had known why that temple was so important that the Messiah would grow up in it, do you think that they would ever have stopped building it? No way. You know, you just never know the importance of things God asks you to do. Some you learn of on this earth and others you won't learn about until heaven. Complete each task the Lord puts before you with excellence. You could be parenting the next Billy Graham, penning the next New York Times bestseller, or painting the next Mona Lisa. You don't know who will see your work. The message you write or the call you make could save a life or spur one on to greatness. You will have no clue how eternally altering your seemingly insignificant part could be. Whatever your role, partner with God and do your best. There will be more purpose behind your actions than you will ever know. In verse 15, Haggai says, Now then, consider from this day onward. He's admonishing the Israelites and saying, consider your future. Haggai repeatedly reminded the people to carefully look at the way they were living, to look at their past, present, and future, to look for how God helped them in their past, see what he was strengthening them in today, and envision what great plans he had for their future. Haggai ends chapter 2 of his book in verse 23, declaring God's word, saying, I will take you, Zerubbabel, my servant, declares the Lord, and I will make you my signet ring, for I have chosen you, declares the Lord Almighty. God wanted the people to pay attention to the past, their present, and the future, because although it looked like they were down and out, God still had great plans for them. Zerubbabel was chosen by God for a purpose, and God still chooses people today. I believe God calls everyone. Ephesians 1.4 says, Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. Colossians 1.19-23 says, God was pleased that all his fullness should forever dwell in the Son, who as predetermined by God, bled peace into the world by his death on the cross as God's means of reconciling to himself the whole creation, all things in heaven and all things on the earth. God has chosen you. I challenge you to choose him and his purposes for your life. If you've gotten sidetracked like the people of Israel did and like I did, don't worry. You can get back on board. I did, and it's been the most exciting journey ever since, and it can be the same for you. 
From all of us here at Joy Radio, we're so glad you joined us for episode 156, Getting Sidetracked, part three in the Rebuilding series. Make sure to check out the show notes for scripture graphics and links to anything mentioned on the show at soulh2o.com slash 156. I hope you'll share this episode and help spread the word about Soul H2O. Until next week, I'm asking you to pray for the peace of Israel. May you stay blessed and refreshed. We appreciate your support to help Soul H2O Ministries continue and want to thank all of you who partner with us in making this Joy Radio show a reality so people can come and get refreshed. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O Podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world.